if you make a change and if you alter your course, if you make any type of audible or adjustment in what you're doing now, there will be a result. Newton's third. Newton's third. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. So if you make a change, you will see a change. But you got to be consistent. You are listening to the Live Better Show with Brett and Jason, where we dive into life crushers changing their game, talking about wellness, and sharing a message of putting plan into action. Live Better is based on five pillars. Move better, eat better, think better, give better, and live better. We move for freedom, to do and go where and when we want. We practice good nutrition to combat an age of being overfed and undernourished. We practice mindfulness for ways to live purposefully. We give better as the basis for why we do anything at all, especially when focusing on the health of our clients and community. And at the intersection of it all, we live better. Health and wellness is the sustainable fuel to do whatever it is in life you want to do better. Our guests share their story, their mission, and the pursuit of having the best day ever every single day. Hey, turn up, bitch. (laughs) The Live Better Show is brought to you by Live Better Retreats. Come join us on an epic adventure where we will fuel your body, your mind, and your spirit to accomplish new goals. This time is the right time for you to join us on an epic Live Better experience. This full immersion opportunity will grant you access to the best in nutrition, wellness, movement, yoga, and an amazing community you will bring home after the trip. Right now, you can join us on a Live Better experience to have the best day ever every single day. Let's crush it, fam. Brett and Jason here from Live Better for the Live Better podcast. Super excited to have Dewan Woods on the show today. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing amazing. No complaints on my end. Awesome. So um, we've obviously connected over fitness and your wellness journey and everything that you're up to. Um, we'd love for you to just give our listeners a quick uh, quick couple minutes about what it is that you're up to currently. And then as the show goes on, we can start to dial it in more on, on some of the specifics. Okay. Um, well, for those of you don't, you know, you guys don't know me. So um, my name is Dewan Woods from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, I grew up a collegiate athlete. I played all sports growing up, and I had an opportunity to go to the NFL. Um, During my time there, I suffered a career-ending spinal cord injury, nearly paralyzing myself from the neck down. From that, um, that catapulted me into the fitness realm. I've always been a coach, so... You know, working with the youth and, and inspiring and trying to help people be better has been my passion or my mission um, since going through the types of adversities that I've been through in my life and, and seeing the light at the end of it. So I own Woods Fit LLC, which is a uh, personal training online fitness company, as well as I co-own Ultimate Athlete Bootcamp with my business partner partner Michael Myers Uh, we're based out of Los Angeles and uh, we also have a location that we're utilizing in uh, Dallas Texas so basically our our boot camp company is so whole goal is to inspire our athletes you know we believe that you have a body you are an athlete and we want to take those principles that we learned Michael was a collegiate football player as well and to take those principles that we've learned through the process of, you know, playing the game and what it taught us as a, taught us about ourselves as we fight to get better, to, to reach that ultimate goal and to instill those things into our athletes to make them stronger uh, mentally, physically, emotionally and spiritually. And we believe that if you can hone in on those things and use them as fuel to prepare yourself, to propel yourself in your life. I mean, it'll transition from not only just the boot camps that you do with us and, and the, the, the message that we're giving you and the adversity that we're putting in front of you and making you 
rise above what you think you can muster up at that moment and fight for that inch. And it carries over into your everyday life. It carries over into your relationships, uh, into your workforce. And, and it's all about fighting to get that 1% every single day, that 1% of growth uh, every single day and to be better than the person that you were yesterday. And, and, and understanding that we, everyone faces adversity. If you're not in it, it's around the corner. So how you respond to that and uh, determines the quality of life you have. And we, we instill principles in our athletes through training. You know, don't get me wrong, it's through training. But the rabbit hole goes a lot deeper than just the surface um, in, in our mannerisms and what we are expecting from you as an athlete in our company or in our boot camp uh, that sets that has a precedent and so it's something that people tend to take pride in the same way a athlete would take pride in the team that he or she plays for so our company basically turns it's an athlete factory but you don't have to be a collegiate <laughs> or you don't have to have played uh, any sports at all it's a mentality it's a mindset so that's what we still and that, that's what we pass on and we've seen such a huge um, response you know people are they, they, they need that in their life they need that that pushback or that element that makes them believe that they can fight back and overcome anything I think that's an amazing message and um, just through personal anecdote from this year I went through a pretty serious injury in January myself, and obviously my whole life as a health coach and trainer um, and somebody who lives in this world, a lot of my worldview and self-worth is and was built around my body and what I was capable of doing with it, and I always knew that mental health was so important, but from how you just walk through describing what you do for your business, I would love to go back and explore sort of your experience with your injury and your transition into your business. Because I think when you tease out that message that comes from your boot camp, that mindset comes from somewhere. And I think when you're younger, it's a little bit difficult to separate the two because you're just enjoying playing sports, you're healthy, you bounce back from things. But then when we get a little bit older um, or experience something as traumatic as you did, it definitely changes the way we kind of view ourselves. And I know that can be difficult transitioning away from something you love so much. So if you're comfortable talking about it, I'd love for you to walk through kind of your journey through your injury and your comeback. Like how did you cope with that injury? And at, at what point did you kind of pick yourself back up and say, I'm going to use this as an opportunity to start this amazing company and, and talk about that message? Because ultimately, we have a lot of ways to move our body, but you get one mind. And if you don't take care of it, um, if you don't fill it with positive thoughts, it definitely goes in the other direction. So I would love to hear more kind of at, at what point you can kind of start post-injury to how you came about feeling like comfortable with getting back into fitness and, and where that message kind of came from? Well, I mean, this would be one of the first times I've spoke about it. <clears throat> and, you know, it's, it's, but I, I've realized just here in the past week or so that the process and that story as well as um, the story that is currently being written and I will speak, I will uh, talk, tell you a little bit about that as I conclude um, my spinal cord injury uh, story. So uh, it was 2009. I just was uh, traded from the Jaguars to the New Orleans Saints. And um, I had injured my spine in the game. Now, we're talking about a guy who went through played college at Oklahoma State. You know, I have brothers that played in the NFL as well. We, we had a successful career through high school, through college. Had an opportunity to finally make it to the place that everyone who picks up a pigskin dreams of being. And, uh, you know, in that spot, make it to the NFL. We understand that the window is so short 
and the chances of getting there are less than 1% in, in the entire world. So to make it to that opportunity and suffer an injury like that, you know, it was devastating. But during that time, the injury itself wasn't the thing that had the biggest effect on me. It played its part because it showed me that one, I was human because when you catching touchdown passes on people and, and the crowd is screaming your name, you don't, it's, it's a high you can't explain. I can't explain. So, you know, after post injury, after understanding that, you know, the four specialists told me I was finished, I would, if I get hit again, I could paralyze myself from the neck down. I'm already having issues with my left hand and arm and my leg, can't move my toes, et cetera, uh, shooting in sharp pains, and then going to the, uh, the doctors and getting um, medication. So the medication portion of it, um, the pain pills and the epilepsy medicine that they gave me for my nerve damage and you know, that battle was worse than the actual injury itself once I found myself overusing the medication due to symptoms. During that time, I got up. I played wide receiver, played at about 212. I got up to around 270 pounds, um, was in a bad place mentally, was starting to lose myself behind prescription medication that I was given, and we're talking about a kid who never did any type of drugs or, you know, sports was my anti-drug, so I made, I, I kept a clean slate, stayed out of trouble the whole nine. Um, and then to be introduced to that and the way that cannonballed my life, you know, past the injury. Now, we, we, we have the injury, and that's devastating in itself, but then the results of the medication and the side effects of those things really start to take something that is already negative and pour salt on the wound. And, 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 and that is something that festers over time. So I battled that for a while and had some health issues. My weight was, you know, clearly I was 270. I played wide receiver, never understood about being that big. I wasn't on the line, but you know, I had some complications sleeping and where I was, you know, um, they called it, uh, they wanted to put me on one of the CPAP machines because I was stopping breathing in my sleep. And a lot of the, um, you know, doctors understood it was from putting, you know, they told me it was from putting on a lot of weight too fast. Okay, well, yeah, you put on a lot of weight too fast. You know, you got a lot more weight on your chest and, and things of that nature. And I get it, it might stop the breathing a little bit, but... At that point in time, I was doing a little coaching at, at a middle school football team, and uh, I was working as a behavioral health rehabilitation specialist, um, helping inner city youth in Oklahoma with, with issues, uh, kind of get their life back on track. And, you know, I'm hit with this health scare. And I'm walking around the house, and, and when I walk outside and I go across, you know, Oklahoma's a city that... You know, we don't have an NFL team, so the stars are the college football players from, you know, big two colleges, Oklahoma State and OU. So um, you have that. So it was times I couldn't go outside of the house without being recognized and having to answer the same questions, you know, what happened and the whole nine yards. And mentally it can take a toll on you, especially when you're known and you're for what you do as far as catching the football. So having that devastating injury, losing what I was known for, brought, uh, you know, brought my life into shambles, as well as the overweight issues and now hooked on opioids and, and, and taking the epilepsy medicine that's numbing me down. And throughout the process, after that scare, and we're talking about a grown man, 27 years old, who has to call his mom out of bed because literally I thought I was dying back there. And, you know, her sitting in the living room with me while I slept because I put on way too fast, the doctors say. And now 
with the medication, I was living an unhealthy lifestyle. And taking that, I understood that, you know, walking around and seeing uh, the accolades in which I've accomplished and, and the championships that I've won and, and the things that before pre-injury that I relied on, like I worked, like I would wake up at 6 a.m. and I would, I would fight after that football goal to make it to the NFL and all of that. I put that time in. And when you're an athlete, we understand the process of tons of work with small increments of improvement. You work so hard to get that inch of improvement, but that inch will make you that much better than your opponent. So we got to go to work. I understood if I want to get this weight off, I'm an athlete. I know how to train. I know how to work out. I need to get this weight off. Let's go. The more and more I dug into changing my body and, 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 and learning the things that I needed to not only lose weight, but to also rehab a spinal cord injury that I chose not to have surgery on because there's a 75% failure rate with spinal cords or back surgery. So I knew going in that before I roll those dice, you know, I'd rather fight for it. So since 2009, I've been learning and trying to improve my posture and my overall body's foundation so that I can live just a better quality of life. That's where the go muscles and the videos that you spoke about a little earlier before we got on here came in about my ability to move. But before then, the fight wasn't just physical. And the fight was mental and emotional and spiritual. That, that's where the fight was. And, and I understood the principles from all the different coaches and all the different experiences that I've had playing ball, that if I take those things, not the negative, not the injury and then the setbacks, but if I take the positive things that I've learned and if I can apply them into my life today, I will be successful, I'll find success. But you have to be able to weed through the bullshit in order to get to the glory because the adversity is going to be there. So that's my transition from that into the fitness space and the fitness round. So my main goal didn't start off as let me help someone lose weight. I've always coached kids and wanted them to be better athletes, but once I realized that the mentality of the athlete, once the kid gets it, once it clicks, they change, their approach on life change, and adults who maybe didn't have that kind of upbringing can find those principles helping them in their life in all aspects. I want to say first, thank you for being so candid and sharing that story. Can well, it goes deeper. It goes <laughs> deeper than that, you know, because during my time with the, with the Saints, we, we won the Super Bowl that year. I told them after my spinal cord injury, I opted out to, would they let me go home for the rehab? Because I wanted, you know, I understood that there was nothing but surgery that could make this immediately go away. And even that, the, the percentages wasn't in my favor. So I asked to go home. They denied me, but they made me come up there twice a day for like water massage and, you know, band work, you know, things I could do at home. And then see the doctor every week to get my medication. And then they went off to win the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl and they decided they opted out of giving me a Super Bowl ring or even taking me to the Super Bowl. They told me it was owner's discretion. So not only did I just injure my spine and compromise my life from then on out, but the team that I did it for wouldn't even give me the greatest reward, the reason why I got into this whole thing in the first place. And I sacrificed my body for that organization that showed, you know, that gave me a pat on my ass and a handshaking out the door. 
when it was time. So my whole thing is they don't let me go home. Then, okay, y'all won the Super Bowl. Don't give me a ring. But don't make me stay up there the whole time. So that emotionally and mentally was just as devastating as the injury itself and the prescription medication and the weight gain and everything else that followed. So it's one of those things where if you're an athlete, you might be down. You might got 15 seconds left in the fourth quarter. You might be on opposite 20-yard line. But damn it, coach, we got a shot. (laughs) When you were working through and sorting through some of these mental challenges and some of the consequential physical challenges, did you have any daily personal habits or self-talk that you were doing to work through maybe just after that initial phase? I always find like when I'm coming back from something, I can get motivated right off the gate as I'm starting something new. But then when the progress starts to slow and some of that long-term frustration starts to set in, what were you talking to yourself about? Who were you surrounding yourself with? Where were you drawing on for motivation or maybe more importantly discipline to work back to where you are now? Because I would imagine from injury time to what people are seeing on your most recent feed that that was a lot of work. (laughs) So at the beginning, you know, when you were sorting through some of these challenges, what were some of the things you were doing day to day or who were some of the people you were talking to that helped you kind of push the ball down the hill? Well, God, because you, since the injury, I've been in pain nonstop. So no one could really relate that I knew personally that was in my immediate circle that could relate to the consistent pain that I was dealing with. And the more I worked, or when when I say work, the more I did, I learned more about my body and I did my corrective exercises and and I meditate and, and I find my body awareness and I breathe and I, and I try and, you know, fill my lungs and body and every plate with, with breath, with life. Um, you know, I find myself really having to go in spiritually and really do some soul searching because there's no way I would beat this alone. And on the, on the opposite side, it felt that no one could, could relate to the pain. In my immediate circle, I was never um, really outgoing. I had a small circle of friends, and no one could really relate to that. So, I mean, I had to do some soul searching. Soul searching on within. When I got into really training, when I moved out to Las Vegas, it was, you know, it was a matter of can I get game ready again? As the weight started to come off, I started to feel better. You know, it wasn't anyone in particular who, you know, I listened to or podcast or anything like that. That's new for for, for me coming in, listening to the motivational speakers and, and the people um, who are out there spreading the joy. You know, this is pre-Instagram. So... You know, it, it, it was a lot of soul searching and, and and fighting the battle because, I mean, there are a lot of negative things that came along with all of that adversity, adversity that I was hit with. It took me to get down to rock bottom to allow my you know cup to be filled as far as the open to new things and the change. You know, meanwhile, fighting the side effects of the medication, which was changing me at the same time, too, and kind of trying to figure out who I was, understanding that I had to kill the person that I thought I was before as the football player, et cetera, and, 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 and 
through adversity, be reborn into to evolve, coach. I had to evolve. I had to overcome. So knowing that going in wasn't any real, you know, it was a lot of lonely nights. It was a lot of, you know, crying. There was a lot of, you know, praying. There was a lot of, you know, bad thoughts. It was a lot of, you know, depression, returning, you know, going, drinking. It was a lot of agony and pain. So when you get beat down, and you have to go inward because only you can claw yourself out of a situation like that. And the only person who won't ever leave you and who will always be with you is the Lord. So I had to do some soul searching and get closer to him in order to elevate from the position that I was in. That's such a powerful message. And I think self-reflection and utilizing your own thought and process is something that is hard to teach to other people um, because of of how important it is for people to figure that out themselves. Um, But one of the ways in which you can do that is where you have transitioned to is through movement and through exercise. And I love your your boot camp title, the Ultimate Athlete Boot Camp. And so obviously since your, your devastation and everything you went through, you have started something couple things that are pretty incredible. Um, I would love to hear how you started the Ultimate Athlete Boot Camp and how you're able to instill some of the principles from your um, injury, your career, and your way back to health on everybody that comes into your to your boot camp. So the, the, the origin of Ultimate Athlete Boot Camp starts with my business partner, Michael Myers. And you know, he was a friend of mine. I've been knowing him for over 10 years, and we've both been trainers in the industry. We both had football background, and a, a friend of mine, Lawrence Pinson, who lived out in L.A., was friends with Michael and made the introduction. I've been knowing Lawrence since ninth grade, since, uh, excuse me, freshman year of college. So then after that introduction happened, we had that common bond and that friendship. We both were in the same fraternity uh, in college, and... We had that, both had the knack for athletic training and, you know, both had the passion to the point that we lived this, you know, him being, you know, suffering some injuries as well and having that fight in him, uh, you know, paired with my fight, you know, kept us in the game for this long. Um, when I moved up from Marina Del Rey to Hollywood, after I moved from Vegas to uh, California, um, we found ourselves training in around the same area. And utilizing the park at Pan Pacific, where we originated from three years ago, he started there beforehand. And so when I moved up from Marina Del Rey, we started sourcing, I started sourcing locations to train or do my boot camp that I was doing out in Marina Del Rey as well. And um, we, you know, we came together after I realized that the Pan Pacific Park was the best park in, you know, the Hollywood area to utilize for outdoor training that we like, that I like to do. You know, he was already there. So I had a decision to make either set up shop right across the way from my, one of my best friends out in L.A. Or we come together and make this thing something bigger and that's how it started three years ago at pan pacific park you know me linking with michael and us creating a a monster can you run through uh what one of those workouts looks like well you know the thing with ultimate athlete Bootcamp, we really wanted to have an athlete's feel and, and and us going through different programs we want that feel to be as genuine as we can make it. So, you know, we want to make sure we warm our athletes up um, with an athletic style work uh, warm up, and then you know progress into 
things that would make them move better, feel better, and, and then also have the athlete's physique. Because if you train like an athlete, you will look like an athlete. So we train our athletes in that such and then continue to improve their overall conditioning. Because if you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. You have a great life. We truly believe in that. And we understand that if we can change you physically and then we can coach you mentally and emotionally and, and, and during those times of adversity, you have to do some spiritual soul searching. But you, you use the boot camp and you use the, the experience itself to give you morale to fight through those hard times because you've been through adversity. You've been through an hour of Coach Myers and Coach Woods in your biscuits. You know, if you can make it through an hour of that kind of work, then, you know, who cares about your coworker that's getting on your nerves? You, 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 you mentally, you, you stronger than that. Like, so what, you know, you having a financial issue, you stronger than that. You've overcome worse than that. You have all the, the tools and equipment and all the tools that need needed in order to overcome that, that, um, form of adversity that you're being experienced and we and we you know my my definition of an athlete is this and 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 i stand true to that because i over the years i look at what an athlete is and it applies to every situation and in my uh, definition of an athlete is an individual who has the ability to identify assess process and overcome adversity and if you apply those four things to any situation as far as identifying and understanding where it's coming from being able to assess it and understand how it's going to affect your life and the things that you can do to either call an audible or or change the situation or and then finding yourself in that situation and or out of that situation and being able to process it at the same time and if you find yourself in adversity at that moment you still be able to identify, assess, process it, and then overcome it because this too shall pass. Nothing will last forever. You are strong enough to overcome anything if you continue to fight and you continue to show up and you continue to push back. And that's what we do with our athletes. And that is a session in UAB without me giving you the whole breakdown and telling my whole class out over the podcast because, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. need to, you know, we're going to have people watching who want to do a little implementing. And I ain't giving you the secret sauce. If you want to <laughs> see what it is, coach, you got to come out to Muscle Farm on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 630. Or you can show up on Fridays and you can show up on Sundays at 10 a.m. If you want to see how it flows and how it runs. Well, next time Jason and I are out there, we're, we're going to be towing up. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. you got to come get this work. Yeah, it's great. So with your journey, um, I find it incredible to see where you are at now. Um, so kind of a two-part question. Um, how do you program your current workouts um, with the goal of continuing to progress because one of the most unique things about you is seeing somebody with your athletic ability, your size, um, at, at your strength, being able to do so much with your body and now learning that you're doing that on top of a very serious spinal injury just makes my mind spin on the progress, the progression, um, how you deal with um, – with the, with how your body works, and I would just love to kind of go through your personal workout regimen um, and how you plan all of it out and how you continue to grow within your fitness space. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so last week I tore my Achilles tendon, a grade three rupture of my right Achilles tendon. Oh, God. Okay? Not doing any crazy exercises or anything like that. It was actually... I wasn't even exerting a lot of energy. I literally stepped back to change direction and it popped. After I warmed up for two hours. Okay, so not only 
do, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. But for those of you who are listening, you can follow me on Woods Fit on Instagram if you want to watch the things that I've just spoken about being an athlete and identifying, assessing, processing, and overcoming. If you want to watch it play out in the midst of adversity, the spine didn't crumble me. It crumbled me. It didn't break me. This Achilles tendon is yet a form of adversity that I will have to overcome. And guess what? I get to do it and you get to watch. But where my, part, where my fitness journey started, the first things first is I have to understand what I'm programming for myself and not even necessarily programming. Um, when you're talking about fitness, you look at the things that you are weakest at. And then you attack those first and make those your strengths. When you have a structure, uh, when you have a structure, uh, what word am I looking for, coach? Uh, you have a compromise in your structure with my spine, the 81 connective rings of tendon and tissue. You have to understand that the foundation, the core foundation has to be legit or the muscle imbalances will take over. I learned from being down with my injury that they, my, my posterior chain and, and my bigger muscles would be more dominant if I sat around and didn't do anything but you know walk around and, and try and live life. Based on a posture, based on the way I sat down, my posture and how my body fought gravity would de- determine how much pain I was in, and it also de- de- determined how well I moved. So me, with the meditation and kind of getting in tune with my body and learning different corrective exercises so that I can you know, make sure that my rhomboids are activated because I had issues with those, make sure my lats are stretched out because they compensate and draw down when they're trying to protect my spine, my shoulders round, my chest tightens up, me injuring my C5, which the nerve that runs through it, I injure C5 and 6, which the nerve that runs through your C5 controls your involuntary diaphragm movement when you breathe in and out. But that was something that I had to learn to control by doing meditation, laying on the ground, you know, doing my breathing techniques and then doing my band work and the corrective exercises that normal people would have to do if they found themselves working at a desk job and had postural issues. I incorporated those things as my foundation from my working out, from my workout regimen. So what accounts to a lot of my athletic ability is the intricate muscles that I train that make the big, powerful, found, you know, foundational muscles work to the best of their ability. And a lot of people, especially athletes, overlook those intricate muscles. But, you know, those are really what, you know, kept me in the game. You know, learning muscles like my motifidus, like the motifidus muscle that controls um, your your skull placement on your spine, being able to move it and protract and retract your skull in either direction as you are like a bobblehead, in a sense, that muscle. And... You know, learning a little bit more about those things and, 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 you know, the relationship between your psoas major and minor, your QL and, and, you know, your hip flexors and your IT band, which a lot of the athletes that I've seen because of the way we train have some of the same structural issues. And then when you look at normal people, too, they have those same issues. But the problem is they're not training as hard as an at the athletes, so they don't have a lot of those muscle imbalances and they can be fixed a lot easier. But what they do have is structural or postural imbalances. So bringing people back to ground zero is like my very, it's the very first thing that I do with all of my clients. And it was the first thing that I had to do with myself before I could you know, do a lot of the dynamic things that I do and, and be able to increase my speed and have that body control, I had to first learn to control my body.
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's such an interesting thing. I've uh, Jason mentioned that he had uh, an injury, and I also had one last year. Um, that was pretty devastating as well, and, and that is where I was able to draw a lot of my strength was was just in, in increasing that foundation and finding those small intricate muscles and working through the breath. And um, I think it's it's super interesting to see that although what it looks like via Instagram and stuff that it's all cool moves, but at the end of the day, it's all about finding that that baseline. And I like how you mentioned that when you work with clients and you work with yourself that you start with with that foundation can you dive into um, that part of your business how you work with clients you mentioned that you do some online training Um, can you give us an insight into what you do in that realm so i do one-on-one and training as well as small group training as well as coach uh, group fitness classes i also do online training um, custom and I work with a company called Burner Fitness in which I offer two programs, my Core Powered Abs program and a my Go Muscles program. And, and you know, those basically will give you, the, it gives you the blueprint. If you implement that program, regardless of your skill level at that point, you will see significant gains in overall structure, strength, um, speed, because you will be getting, you will be losing a lot of weight. And I understand that. It might, uh, athletic development program isn't in there yet, but my foundational program, Go Muscles, is in there. And if you're able to follow that and from start to finish, then you'll be able to add significant amount of structural foundation to your life, which will, will increase your overall you know, health in general and your overall quality of life. And my, it's all about the athlete's mindset at the same time because you will need that in order to get through the things that – to increase your chances of achieving those goals that you set out before you start the program. And so, you know, I understand that when a client comes to see me that they have what they want and then I have to figure out what they need and then giving them both is what makes trainers good trainers. And I pride myself into doing that with every single one of my clients that want to allow me to impact their life in any way that I can. I understand, yeah, you might want abs and you might want, you know, a nice butt and all of that good stuff and that's all fine and dandy, but you're gonna walk better, move better, feel better, sleep better, live better through my workout programs. I was just about to ask you, what do you think the biggest um, misconception or misperception that a client has when they come to you? From your experience, what do you find maybe the biggest mistake that somebody has about the perception of their training before they start working with you from your point of view? Just that don't overcomplicate it. Like, it's not as complicated as it may seem from the outside looking in. If you don't have any serious medical issues or conditions or, you know, anything wrong with your thyroid or or, or something of that nature, it's not, you know, rocket science. There's three elements. There's three components. You have nutrition, you have weight training, and then you have cardio. If you, the most important being the nutrition aspect of it. And if you understand it, if you can defeat the nutrition aspect of it, which is first, everything else will fall into place. And then also, nothing happens overnight. And there's a process, and all you have to do is compare immerse yourself in a process all you have to do is show up and subject yourself to the process and there will be results there's not an if there's not a you know no one has a program that is just you know hands down the most you know that is the number one there's no such thing there's no new exercises you know people are putting are trying to be more creative with some of the things or to show that their their body is is you know a lot more 
a lot better than someone else's or et cetera. But there's, as far as workouts, there are no, nothing new under the sun. And, and, and it's not overly complicated. And you just have to show up and put in the work and give a shit. Give a shit. Like, if most people just stopped before they ate something and thought about what they were eating, just think about it. Just that one change in that thought pattern of, hey, hmm, should what, is this good for me? Should I eat this? They'll be a lot better off. <laughs> but most people like anteaters. They just got it down, barely they just down there going. <laughs> And, 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 you know, that was one of the biggest things. When it was time for me to lose the 60 pounds that I lost, you know what, coach? I can't go work out like I used to work out and then go to Sonic or order pizza. It doesn't work. You can't out-train a bad diet. It won't work. But the second I start, okay. These are my meals I'm going to eat today. I'm not going to eat nothing else but these meals. Yep, it's going to suck. I need to become a better cook. Or I need to go to a meal prep company so that they can bring me my food if I can afford it. But I'm just going to eat these meals for the next 30 days. And guess what? At the end of 30 days, you will see a change. And if you don't see it, your boyfriend, your girlfriend going to see it. The lady at the church going to see it. Your mom and your daddy going to see it. And then finally, if that's the case, then keep it up for another 30 days until you see it. But one thing that remains certain and remains a fact through and through is that if you make a change and if you alter your course, if you make any type of audible or adjustment in what you're doing now, there will be a result. Newton's third. Newton's third. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction. So if you make a change, you will see a change. But you got to be consistent. You can't preach that more than, than what, what Jason and I stand for. And it's consistency. It is staying on course. Um, and Jason and I's motto for our business is to have the best day ever every single day and you have to do that through mindset and consistency you have to be the one that's in charge if someone cuts you off in traffic you can either respond negatively or just internalize and move on if you have a crappy morning and you want to miss your workout but you go to the workout like you said you show up and you have the opportunity to control that through mindset and based on just the way in which you've been speaking and the heartfelt conversation you sound like you're on this journey more than anybody that, that we've spoken with. So we'd love to hear, um, and you've, you've touched on some things, but if you could wake up tomorrow and do anything, what does your best day ever look like? Man, what does my best day ever look like? You know, my best day ever is me waking up in the morning and not having to do anything at all if I don't want to. So if it's going to a certain place, no, there's no certain place I want to go that that would be the best day ever. It would just be to wake up with peace and knowing that I control my destiny. So every day I get and that I'm blessed with is the best day, is the best day ever in my eyes. So I can't even imagine anything better than what I'm living right now. And that's the mic drop. <laughs> that's great. I mean, we, you know, Jason and I want to, like he already said once, but just thank you for sharing everything that you said and the way in which you give out information is is special and you you know, I know that you know that, but we just want to thank you for putting your journey out there for uh, being relatable to anybody because like you mentioned, everybody that has a body is an athlete and 
Um, you inspire through your movement, um, but you also keep people grounded through the basics. And uh, we just want to thank you for spending, you know, some time, um, you know, telling your story. Um, and we'd love for you to just let people know um, the best ways to get a hold of you. Um, you've mentioned a couple of things, but just to wrap things up, you know, where can people follow along? How can people get involved with you personally, your online program, your boot camp work programs, and anything else that you have coming up that people can either meet you? Because I know a lot of people are just going to want to shake your hand after listening to this and, and say thanks for, for the inspiration. Well, you know, they can find me on all social media platforms at Woods Fit and then uh, Ultimate Athlete Bootcamp LA.com um, is where you can find our boot camp signups, registration, etc. Um, you know, WoodsFit.com is my website. And, you know, that's pretty much it. I'll be traveling with the Fitness Expo this year. And, and I want to get out and see as many people um, as I can. If you have, if there's a city, that you guys want me to come to, or if you guys want me to be, you know, to experience Austin Athlete Bootcamp, um, I'm a firm believer of, of going to where the need is. So email me, woodsfitonline at gmail.com, or, or DM me at woodsfit, or leave me a message on my website. And, um, and in the future, my plans are to get out and, and to get in the trenches with you guys because it's one thing to talk to talk. And it's a whole nother thing to get down in the trenches with you and put in the work and let you guys see, you know, the, 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 what's necessary in order to, to overcome some of the things that you might be going through. And understand you're not in it alone. You know, something that I had to really, you know, embrace. You know, I mentioned that I couldn't think of a, 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 a perfect day because every day I get is perfect because I, I got that opportunity and, and, and you guys heard my story. It's not pretty. But mentally and what I feel on the inside, emotionally, spiritually, yeah, I'm going to have some, some, some times that one or two of those things will be shaking. You know, physically I'm at a, a downside and mentally I am, emotionally I am. But those things can be worked on, improved, and the fight is still in me. So stay tuned and let me know where you guys want me to be because I want to make it happen. That's incredible. Thanks so much for, for being on the show today, and um, we're super excited to see where, where you're taking things. Perfect, perfect. I appreciate you guys for having me on. And you know, hopefully we can get on here and we can do a recap. <laughs> Heck yeah, have the best day, everyone. All right, now, take care.